uh, book. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. It's brought to us by Winding Trail Books, which is located in Milton Square in St. Anthony Park, your neighborhood book and gift store. And, of course, you can buy your copy of our latest great summer book that we have on today. We are happy to have Fiona Davis, who is national best-selling author of maybe you read Masterpiece or The Dollhouse. We just finished The Chelsea Girls, and it was wonderful. Thanks, Fiona, for being with us. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, gosh. Give everyone the setup of the book before we start talking about this is a unique book, and we've never really read anything on this time period. Mm Mm-mm. Oh, great. Yeah. So the Chelsea Girls um, takes place, it starts in the 1940s, and um, two women meet on a USO tour. They're both actresses, and they move to New York, and they want to put a play on Broadway during the McCarthy era. And a lot of the action is centered around the, the very famed Chelsea Hotel in New York City on 23rd Street. And, you know, first of all, I mean, I just, we enjoyed your book so much. It was, it was just wonderful. And I kind of, I like how they meet. And then as they get to Broadway and they move into this hotel and they're kind of, you know, exploring being, having some independence, you know, even though they're kind of expected to get married, go to, or go to college, find a husband, that kind of thing. But I was fascinated at the whole, how, you know, the House Un-American Committee, I don't know if, you know, people remember that about how people were targeted in the entertainment industry For about being, being communists. communists. And, yes. and that was just such an interesting part of the story. Was that a lot of research for you when writing the book? I mean, because you really make us feel that pain and tension. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm glad it was a really unique period in history. And yes, I, I interviewed a number of actors and acting teachers who are in their 90s now, including Lee Grant and the actor Michael Howard, um, and, and to find out what life was like then. And for some of them, you know, they were right on the cusp of these amazing careers. And then because they were brought before the House on American Activities Committee, and they didn't name names, meaning they didn't, you know, tell what other friends they have who might have been involved in the communist party as back as you know the fifth the thirties um because they didn't they they were blacklisted and they couldn't work for years and years and couldn't support their families it was a dire situation it really, is that when people went to stage though that they would have to leave, like leave their radio and tv thing entertainment things and like try and okay maybe i can make some money on broadway was there a shift that way it was interesting because, yes, TV and radio, definitely there was this blacklist. There was a, a publication called Red Channels that listed all the actors and organizations that were suspect. If you were on that, you were in big trouble. Um, and, yes, yeah, some actors went to Broadway. Broadway was, in general, more inclusive and more welcoming. But even still, it was sort of a gray list mm-hmm. where if you were really controversial – they they wouldn't put you on the stage. So actors actors like Uta Hagen, who who was a um, phenomenal actress, had to go and do work in the regional theater. Sure, um, because it was it was tricky. You know, um, Fiona, thanks for being with us. For people who are just joining us, the book is Chelsea Girls. And the friendship between Hazel and Maxine, these two completely different women who end up in Naples at a USO camp. Tour. Based, you know, tour. <laughs> yeah. It really, I really loved their friendship. And boy, it went through a lot. And I, you just felt 
you really went through at the beginning it was so joyful kind of how they were discovering each other and we were so excited for hazel and what she was going to be doing and maxine seems so bubbly and vivacious and then when you go through all that tension of what was going on at the time period being thought of as a russian spy you could just feel it and it just felt so daunting and so horrible for all of these people like it really right. just scary times. Like they don't even know you, but you were this because you were seen here talking to that person. Right. And they were bugging your phone. They were going, the FBI were bugging your phone or going through your trash. And, and yeah, it is a, it's a book about friendship and betrayal and, and the way the political scene can kind of get involved and, and meshed with the artistic scene. And, and how do you stay true to yourself? Right. All that. Did you do research on the FBI, like, you know, to get into some of the spy things or, or for that part of the story? Yeah, there were a number of really interesting books I read because there were spies and there were secrets being stolen, but not by the actors. And mm-hmm. so looking at what the FBI were doing and there's an FBI, sort of someone who wants to be an FBI agent in the book who's a a big character. Yes. Um, it was really interesting to see what they went through as they tried to maneuver the political situation and stay true to what, what their goals were, which was to, you know, make America safe. Yeah. What I, a difficult time. I, I just, know, well, yeah. it's, the book is just, it's I so mean, good. It, yeah, it is really, <laughs> you know, their friendship is just so how it, how everything changed in their lives and really what the changes that they see as, young women in the 40s and then going because the book goes on through you know another 20 years and the changes they see going into the 60s and and being a young woman playwright yeah and just new york city i love that whole scene (laughs) you know right yeah yeah the chelsea hotel was just this hotbed of political and artistic intrigue which was just the perfect location because so many famous people have stayed there is it still an operating hotel it is. You know, it's under renovation. It was bought by a corporation. It's, uh, it's being turned into kind of a boutique hotel, which of course it is, is a little worrying. Yes, <laughs> yeah. of course it is. Um, I'm curious, did you name your characters Hazel and Maxine? Because like the year these ladies would have been born, those were the most popular names. I'm just curious about that. You bet. That's the first thing I do. I go to Google and I type in popular names for whatever that year was that they would have been born. Mm-hmm. And you just get so many fun ones to, to choose from because names change so much over the decades. Yeah, because I, I do. I was like, oh, I kind of love Hazel. Oh, and I, I wish Mabel would make a comeback. They, some people <laughs> yes, are. I, I feel like Mabel. I feel like they are. Do you, Fiona and Fiona? I mean, that's a fun name, yeah. too. Um, Fiona, when yeah. you're out, because I know this book just came out. Um, doing your book tours, what are have has anyone come up to you and said, "Gosh, I remember this period, and it was this or this, or you know, has anyone been?" Know, yeah, you know, you the the what's sad is that generation are really you know they're they're passing away. Yeah. They're in their nineties now, um, so not yet. But but for each book, because you know, one book went into the Barbizon Hotel for Women, so I got so mm-hmm. many readers who would come to, to my book talks and say, yes, I, I lived in the Barbizon Hotel. Like the dollhouse? Yes. secretary. Yes, That was exactly. the dollhouse, yeah. I think, so did we fun. talk to you, Fiona? I, think, I feel like we had you on for, for this book. For the dollhouse. Maybe I not. I think we did. I think we I think did, because yeah, I remember that book about the Barbizon. Same. Yeah, we love that. Too. Yes. All right, so Fiona, what was the last great book you read? Ooh, such a good question. I loved Ask Again, Yes. 
um, by Mary Beth Keen. Oh, it's a beautiful family story and so well written. I'm I'm just going back and rereading it. Actually, okay, it's so and beautiful. Fiona, any of your books, um, Chelsea Girls or Masterpiece Dollhouse, anything's been option? Anything going to Hollywood? You know, we've gotten a number of bites, so All fingers right. crossed. Okay. I, I love that idea. Yeah, so do we. We can see it. So fun talking to you. Yeah, thank, thank you, Fiona. You. Take care. The book is oh. The Chelsea Girls. Bye, Fiona thank Davis. You, my pleasure. Yep. All right, listen, we come back. Do um, we have a couple copies? Yes, we do. Uh-huh. 651 641. Donnie is already answering the phone. So All right. I have to finish the number. 1071. We'll be right back.